Hi there. I am so excited to invite you to attend our fourth annual free virtual special education and advocacy conference. We are hosting it here at Ashley Barlow Company in partnership with Rebecca Poe Teaching. And we are so excited for a few new things at this year's conference. The first new thing is that we have not just one, but two different tracks for attendance. For the first time ever, we have created a track that is specific for school staff and teachers. We also still have that traditional track that we intend to be really great for parents and caregivers in the IEP arena. So yes, we have a teacher track and a parent track. On that teacher track, you are going to learn about things like easier data collection, gestalt language processing, behavior reading, and other super hot topics in special education practice, as well as advocacy. On the teacher and caregiver track, you're going to learn about stress management for caregivers, using adaptive books, something that I have really kind of um, dove into here at my own house, inclusion advocacy, advocacy strategies, and so, so much more. That free ticket will give you one pass, one access to one presentation per hour on the track that you choose, either that teacher track or the parent track. Of course, if you are not available on January 19th or January 20th when the conference is taking place, you can buy tickets to access the conference on demand. And those tickets, of course, are available at our website, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference slash 2024. Check out the website for more information about ticketing. This year, we also have something super exciting planned. We have decided to make this a two-day event. When I partnered with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I told her that I really feel like School districts, disability organizations, and other community organizations need to start providing trainings that are accessible to teachers, related service providers, administrators, parents and caregivers, and other community members that are interested in IEP support. What if we all attended the same training? What if we all learned information about special education practice? curriculum, how to read evaluations, that kind of stuff, about special education advocacy, how we can collaborate more, how we can work together, and even about special education laws. What if we all attended those presentations and we workshopped them together? So together with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I have created the Empowered Workshop Series, and we are excited to bring it to your organization or school in 2024 and beyond. If you are interested in having Rebecca and I bring a workshop to you, you can see a preview of the Empowered Workshops on January 19th, the Friday before our main conference programming. For more information about that, either send me a DM or check out the website, again, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference dash 2024. We hope to see you January 19th and or January 20th and can't wait to connect with you. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Ashley Barlow Company podcast. I'm Ashley Barlow, your host. If you are a parent, 
a teacher or someone who works at a school, or you're a community member, a volunteer or a staff member at an organization that supports people with special education plans, a coach, a tutor, or even a grandparent, you're in the right place. Sit back with an ice cold glass of lemonade, put on your walking shoes and grab some headphones, roll down the windows and cruise. Ready, set, go. Educate, advocate, collaborate. Welcome back to the Special Education and Advocacy Podcast with Ashley Barlow. I'm Ashley Barlow, and I'm so happy you're here. Oh boy, friends. It's been a sad, sad 24 hours here at the Barlow household. You probably know if you follow us on Instagram or if you've been here a while that Brandon and I are ginormous parrot heads. We, so the, the term parrot head refers to people that love Jimmy Buffett. And we have actually another little piece of trivia. The term parrot head also originated in Cincinnati. So Buffett used to come to this little venue by Kings Island, which is an amusement park and a little north of Cincinnati, about, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes north of downtown. And there was a music venue there called Timberwolf. And Buffett used to play there every summer. And one of his bandmates looked out in the, in the audience and said that people looked like deadheads, only they were dressed in, you know, Buffett gear, luau, tropical kind of gear. And so he said they were parrotheads and the term parrothead was born. So that's something that Cincinnati really takes seriously. And as somebody that lives about two miles from downtown Cincinnati, I, you know, just kind of adopted it. So we are ginormous parrot heads here and we are definitely Buffett people. And, you know, I, I wrote on my personal Facebook page that being a parrot head is not just about going to concerts and it's not just about music. It really is kind of a way of life. It really is kind of a, a lifestyle. And Buffett lyrics have led me through a lot of decisions as crazy as it is. One of the things, you know, Jimmy Buffett was not known for being an incredible singer, but Manny put on a really fun show. And more than anything, what he was known as was a really great writer. His lyrics are really, really creative and really, really meaningful. So that's one of the reasons that I like Taylor Swift. That's my, that's kind of my jam is um, creative, inspirational, um, meaningful lyrics. Buffett loved um, to read. His mom really encouraged reading when he was growing up. Um, he spent a lot of time in libraries and um, authors like Mark Twain and other authors really inspired him. And if if you really, and I'm not going to take you down that journey, but anyway, if you really like kind of dive into it, he, you know, just became kind of a student of writing and, and his art was songwriting. So I thought that I would take you through some Buffett lyrics that might tie back to special education advocacy. So, you know, whether or not you like Buffett, I hope that this is meaningful to you. I actually did not have the creative energy to go through and like listen to a bunch of songs or look up a bunch of lyrics. So I used chat GPT to say, you know, what are some Buffett lyrics? And then I asked some more like guiding questions and it came up with some good ones. So I'm going to walk you through a couple and just to kind of catch you here before, before you go away, like, oh, I'm not interested. 
Here's a good one for, for advocacy. It's from the song Cowboy in the Jungle. And the lyric is, it's a big wide world with a million shades of gray. And being right all the time takes a lot of time away. Man, that's what we preach here at Ashley Barlow Company, isn't it? There's so many different shades of gray. There's so many different things between right and wrong, between black and white. And if we are right all the time, if we have that position, like, I know I'm right, and I know that this is what I want. I know I want this teacher. I know I want this reading program. I know whatever. It takes a lot of time away, and it also takes a lot of meaning out of our advocacy. So, you know, that's kind of like the meat of it. We'll go through the lyrics quickly. So here's another one that I think is really good for advocacy, but also, you know, so many of us kind of deal with the blow of diagnosis or the various blows of anxiety and mental health and behavior and all of that stuff as we navigate this world with our loved ones. And so this is from the song Incommunicado. And the lyric is, you've got to roll with the punches and get to what is real. Yeah, sometimes you do, you know, you got to roll with the punches to to kind of like understand what truly matters. And man, do we have to do that. I remember when Jack was born, my dad, I've said this on the podcast before, but my dad was up in my bedroom and Jack was sleeping in the pack and play next to me. And I think it was the day that we actually got like the confirmation that he actually had Down syndrome. And my dad said... You know, like, let's focus, this is a a Jimmy Buffett song, actually, on the now, and there's a song called I Love the Now, and it's really creative, and my dad is definitely a live-in-the-moment spontaneous person that's secondary to his ADHD profile. And my dad said, look at that baby right now. That baby right now is sleeping, and he's eating, and he's making dirty diapers like he's supposed to, and look at how beautiful he is right now. Like, let's focus on today, today, right now, in this very moment, that baby is okay. And I think this lyric, you've got to roll with the punches and get to what is real. Like, man, if you actually can like roll with the punches and you actually can be like, all right, what's next? All right, I got this. I got this right now. What's next? You actually can get to what's real. And I think that was also in my dad's message. Like, we are okay. The the four of us and my little family are okay. My my big extended family's okay. And that is all that matters. So um, I think that's a really a good one that I kind of come back to a lot. There's this song, this one's pretty popular. Um, the song is The Captain and the Kid. And it, there's some good advocacy advice in this lyric. Don't try to describe the ocean if you've never seen it. <laughs> you know, I always tell you, we do have to know in special education advocacy, we have to know, I, I say three things. We have to know in special education law. We have to know a little bit about teaching strategy and curricula and state standards and that kind of stuff. We've got to know a little bit about education and how how to get that specially designed instruction that are, or, or what that specially designed instruction is that's right for our kids because we got to know what to advocate for. And then the third thing we have to know is negotiation strategy. And this is a negotiation strategy tactic, right? Like, I'm not going to say, oh, I need, you know, a multi-sensory reading program if I don't actually know what it is. I'm, I'm living this right now because, as you know, I got trained as a special education advocate, or as a, that was many years ago, I got trained as a dyslexia 
tutor. I got trained from the Institute of Multisensory Education, MZ, to do Orton Gillingham. And the reason I'm doing it is because I, you know, like I would sit in meetings and, and think, gosh, I need to know more about reading. And I'd have to go home and do a ton of research in order to come back to the table and describe what I thought my client needed. And so I went and I saw the ocean, right? I didn't describe it. I went and saw it. Don't describe the ocean if you've never seen it. I went and got trained so that I could speak from a place of actual knowing, which I think is super cool. Back to one that's just kind of about coping and has kind of helped me a whole lot. This is actually from a book that Buffett wrote. It's called A Pirate Looks at 50. And the the quote from the book is, searching is half the fun. Life is much more manageable when the thought, when it is thought of as a scavenger hunt as opposed to a surprise party. Yeah, that's the perspective shift, right? And I've talked about perspective shift. Man, you know, we always are like, oh, it got thrown on me. Oh, it got thrown on me. But if you're like, oh, okay, okay, well, let's see what happens, right? We're rolling with the punches again. Let's see what happens. And let's, you know, what are we going to find next? What are we going to do next? Where are we going next? Like, look at the, look at it as an adventure, a scavenger hunt, as opposed to a surprise party. I, I love that. Another lyric that, that I really love that could have a a million different meanings, but I think is, I think is pertinent here is I'd rather die while I'm living than live while I'm dead. That's from the song, the wino and I know. So it's the wino and I know. And yeah, it's so good. I'd rather die while I'm living than live while I'm dead. And, you know, to me, like this, this goes a little bit more than just like, okay, you know, life motto. I apply to so many different things. Like I think this lyric really kind of encourages us to to live life, to live in the moment, to live to the fullest, and to take risks. And it's kind of got that like YOLO thing. And man, I apply that so often when I'm in meetings with clients and when even when I'm advising clients, right? Like, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna Griffin. <laughs> Griffin has his own little language and he says, I'm gonna send it. You know, like, let's just send it and see what happens. I'm going to do it. Sometimes that's a really good advocacy strategy. And I think it is super, super duper helpful. Okay. What is another one? Another one that I think is really cool. It's also from the captain and the kid. And it says, I'm just trying to get by being quiet and shy and a world full of pushing and shove. Now, you know, do I think being quiet and shy is a great advocacy strategy? Quiet? Absolutely not. I think we need to communicate, communicate, communicate. But I think we need to communicate effectively. So that doesn't mean communicate in volume. It means communicate effectively using things like that Friday email and Monday email and back to school stuff and all about me books and effective communication before and after meetings and that kind of stuff. But I think this lyric, I'm just trying to get by being quiet and shy in a world full of pushing and shove. I think what this lyric really means to me is staying true to ourselves, right? Like if if your personality is and you're living in this really competitive, fast paced world and there's a lot of you that are, you know, feeling like I don't want I don't want to go to meetings. I don't want it to be competitive and adversarial. Then how can we advocate staying true to ourselves? How can we get what we want by still being true to ourselves? 
And I love that. I love that 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 is there. This lyric, you know, is not one that I particularly am like, yeah, because it's not how I am. But I read it today and I was like, how does that, you know, apply to advocacy? And I think that's that's really, really powerful. Okay, another lyric. As I told you, Buffett, it, it, you know, is known as a really great writer and a and and that came from a lot of research and and just kind of like living inside books. And so this lyric is from a song called The Stories We Could Tell. And it says, I've read dozens of books about heroes and crooks, and I've learned much from both of their styles. Yeah. I mean, our advocacy should also be varied. Our advocacy should also reflect the hero perspective, the crook perspective, not necessarily... But I think the idea here is we have to learn from a variety of different styles, a variety of different people, a variety of different sources. We have to, you know, take something from our experiences, from what, you know, I love to read. And very oftentimes I'm reading and thinking about something that I can apply to work or to advocacy for Jack and and think, you know, about different people that we've experienced as well. So I like that. You know, it's kind of like this beautiful puzzle or tapestry of different experiences and thought processes and and that kind of thing. So I think that's a, a really great lyric. Another one that, you know, kind of touches me every time I hear it, the, the song is called The Coast of Marseille. And the lyric is, it's a simple equation and it just don't add up the way some people think it should. And that happens. You know, like, but here's the thing is we might not always take like the path that everybody else takes. It might not be as straightforward, but that's okay. So like, I'm not going to take the the victim approach. Some people think that like, you know, oh, it should all just add up. Like everything in life has some explanation. Everything has to be this particular way. And it doesn't have to be that way. So we can, you know, go our own way. We can make life real simple and just be like, hey, here's how it is. When I listen to this, I think about attorneys that have influenced my my career and my advocacy style. And for a lot of them, they were just so confident in what they would do. They're like, it's this easy. It, and I think that's why I do special education, because it's one of the only uh, practice areas that I used to, you know, I was a general practitioner. And so I practiced in a lot of different areas. And clients would ask me questions or in meetings, different circumstances would come up. And I'm like, well, here's what we do. And it's almost like, you know, that that Mary Poppins like spit spot thing that you do with your hands, like brush, brush in two different directions, right? Like this is how you do it. It's a simple equation. Like we don't have to overcomplicate it. Some people think that, you know, it has to add up this way. And and we can all have different perspectives. That is absolutely okay. Let's see. Let's do a couple of more. And then I'll give you a couple that are just fun. What I think, you know, that the, the lyric is that actually also the name of the song. It's changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. And of course, that means like, you know, if you go south, you're going to feel different. <laughs> or if you go north, you're going to feel different. No matter where you are, your distance from the equator changes the way that you feel. 
But I also think it it means that, you know, we can change perspective and that can make a big difference in our lives. And so one of the strategies that I do is I actually go about once a year, I go on a little, I, I, for me, I like to go where it's warm. And so I go where it's warm and I go by myself and I go to work. And, you know, what that helps me to do is it helps me to focus on my work in a different place. I'm usually be, I feel more rested. I feel more me if I'm able to get out and like take a run in really nice weather or go do a yoga class outside or access some some vitamin D from the from that big shiny thing in the sky that I love so much of the sun. And so, and that gives me kind of a change of perspective. And so what it allows me to do is it allows me to um, think more creatively and more deliberately about my work or whatever the project is that I've taken down there. And that's not always accessible to us, right? Like we can't always just go take a trip like, oh, I've got a big thing to do. I need to go, you know, in my case, go to Key West. But what we can do is we can go, you know, see friends when things are getting stressful. We can go for a walk. We can try a new exercise routine. We can, you know, heck, just even like return the thing that you bought from Amazon six weeks ago that's now become part of the decor in your house. If we change something up, we might experience some kind of like change in our attitude. And that can really, really positively benefit our advocacy. So that's another one that I love. Okay, we'll do one more and then I'll just give you some of my some of my additional favorites. So this one's from the song Boat Drinks, which you probably know. It's one of those songs you know by heart. And it says, sail away to the sea, you can be free. And I think, you know, in advocacy, there's so many times that we need to restore. When in my resource that's online about preparing for an IEP meeting, I talk about the importance of rest. And of course, we have to prepare a lot in order to be able to access that rest. But I think resting before a meeting is one of the most important things that you do. And that actually kind of ties into last week's meeting or last week's podcast episode where I was like, (laughs) I wasn't prepared today and here's how I did it, right? Even if, you know, you have an emergency meeting, right? Like it's a discipline meeting or whatever. I think it's super important to, to rest. And so whatever it is that you do to rest, I think if we find freedom and we find that solace and that peace, we will probably become better advocates altogether. Okay, a couple of more fun, fun things. I say this all the time. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. I just think that one's great. That's from the song, Changes in Latitudes and Changes in Attitudes. And it's kind of like, hey, be free, be you. I've got a a great story about Jack throwing his, it kind of compares like, Jack threw his t-shirt off of the back of my bike one time here in our little town. And it was during this event where a bunch of people that I knew were driving by. And actually, it was Senator Jim Bunning, his funeral procession. And I kind of felt like I should be there. And so I like ducked down a side street and Jack threw his t-shirt. And I did not circle back for it because I was like, oh, Lord, like, I don't want to circle back for these people, whatever. And it was the next day, it was like freshly laundered with a little note. It was actually tied in raffia. And while that's a super nice gesture and super indicative of how sweet this little town is that I live in, 
and have lived in my entire life, I was kind of like, oh. And then a couple of weeks later, we were in Key West and Jack threw his shirt off of the back of my bike and this like, you know, really crusty local screamed back at us, yeah, man, be free. And I was like, yeah, this is where, this is where I live. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. I totally, I totally love that one. Yeah, we talk about this lyric all the time. It doesn't necessarily apply to advocacy, but I'll just share it with you. I'm growing older, but not up. <laughs> That's a great song, a pirate, or a great lyric. A pirate looks at 40. The song Fruitcakes is one of my favorite songs. It's just real fun. And Eric, it's a beautiful world. It's a beautiful day. You know, just like, ah, oh, that one's good. And then the last one that I actually sing a lot and I try to internalize a lot and I just love so much is breathe in, breathe out, move on. You know, I'm like super type A, super high strung. I have anxiety and PTSD. And I just think that that lyric is so helpful. Breathe in, breathe out, move on. And that song is actually, he wrote it after Hurricane Katrina. And it's just really, a really, really cool song. So I hope that these have been um, powerful to you. I hope that they've been helpful to you. You know, I've got that IEP uh, playlist someplace um, in my invite and in my repertoire of resources. I think connecting to music, no matter who it is, no matter who the artist is or what the genre is or whatever, is a really great advocacy strategy. And so if even if these don't tie up for you, I think, you know, listening to music is definitely a way to escape and listening to those lyrics and tying them to your experiences and your plans is really powerful. So I hope that that is helpful for you. I fought back tears on a few of those. This has been, we had no idea that we would be this emotional. But yeah, I hope that you have a great day and I will see you next week, same time, same place.